Welcome to Young and Finch, the podcast created by Korean millennials. All right, so I think we should just kind of go over why we decided to start this podcast. Sure. Right. Um, I think I'll start. So my name is Andrew. Quick introduction about myself. Uh, I migrated to uh, Canada when I was around six years old. Went to high school, obviously, and like every like most Asian kids, I would say. I went to a STEM-based university. Um, you know, for pop- those the, for the listeners at home that don't know what STEM is, STEM, you, uh, yeah, STEM is basically science, technology, uh, engineering, and math. Wow, um, fantastic! Oh. Personally, I graduated so the smart in, one of a group. <laughs> nah, I want to say smart. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> that. I'll say I tried hard, but I want to say I'm smart. But anyways, I uh, went to school based uh, that was mostly based around STEM. Personally, I studied math and uh, got me a job in New York as an analyst. Oh. But currently, at this day and time, uh, October 2nd, 2020, since because of all the COVID-19 fiasco, I'm currently back home temporarily and just, you know, working from home. Yeah. So feel free to jump in. All right. Well, my name is Brian. I am in my mid-20s right now, living in Toronto, Canada. I immigrated to Canada when I was in third grade, and I'm originally from Seoul, Korea. Yeah, I grew up here in Toronto my whole life. I went to my university here, and now I'm currently working in the healthcare system. Shout out to all the healthcare workers, frontline workers. Let's get it. Yeah. I guess uh, that's it for me for now, but obviously we'll get to know me as we go along with the podcast. So I'll I'll hand off the mic to Josh. Yeah, so um, I'm Josh. I'm the third person at the table um it's definitely my first time recording myself and doing any kind of media work so i'm very new to this but i was born in canada uh korean background just like uh andrew and brian and have been living in canada ever since uh for the record we're all based out of toronto um and i'm currently working as well my background was engineering you know we're not just three random people that got together for the podcast we're actually homies we we knew each other for a couple of years now right i would say we're homies yes oh, years <laughs> i think i, I knew barely. andrew since like like eight nine grade four grade three grade yeah, four you guys knew each other for i, a I long thought about time. this bro we met church musical thing that for we the record that's ago? we is brian and andrew not josh yeah, and honestly i don't remember I, you don't remember the church musical i i remember like the musical part but i don't remember who i did it with <laughs> I remember you. That, that was my first memory of you. Really? It's yeah, a one-sided true. relationship. Yeah, I guess so. I remember... <laughs> that's how it is most of the time. No, I remember uh, there's a small group thing at church where like parents, I guess, decide their groups together. And then that's when I met Brian yeah. um, and Cousin other... Joy. Yeah. In Korean, it's causing good, but... Yeah. Damn, the Korean comes out. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much where I met Brian. And remember playing like Maple Story. Yeah, bro. Dirty. And... Uh, so we spent pretty much our her childhood yeah together i'd say until yeah i went to same the same high school same high school same church same like math classes like yeah. same hockey team damn but we did a lot of shit together growing up i remember brian got traded in his hockey team though <laughs> he used Yo, to be on my for, team for being good or for being bad for being trash. <laughs> dude i carried my team dude okay uh like no like no cap oh, really yeah no cap dude who the hell trades people in the house league <laughs> I was thinking like the, yeah, the house league's like, like the lowest, just, just lowest, the yeah. lowest. Just play, give them money, and, and then, just go play. Yeah, he got treated, and then Josh. I met Josh around like grade nine or ten. 
Yeah, grade 10. I started going to their church. Um, Most times you meet a Korean person, they'll either be Protestant or Catholic. I think a huge majority of Korean people like do go to church. Yeah, I I met you guys when I went over to the church for the first time in grade 10. Dude, I met you before that. Yeah, we actually used to go to the same Korean Korean tutoring class. Bro, I remember you, you were sitting beside me. And like we never talked, but yeah, I was like, "Yo, who the hell is this?" You know why? It's because you were shy and I was shy. Oh, really? Yeah, I think we're both. Shy. I, I think everyone's shy in like grade ten. You know, yeah. you're like still pubescent. Big facts. You're still, still like growing into your own skin, right? Big facts. Yeah. But so, yeah, I was like that for a couple of years. Then we went to uni. <clears throat> um, yeah. So and Josh I and I went to the same university. So like for me, I guess I have connections to both these guys. I'd say we're pretty tight back in like grade 10, 11, like high school. Like you guys were like basically the reason I went to, well, that church at least, because it was kind of a mission for me because it was kind of like far out. Like far but, out boys? Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. And then we kind of fell out, I guess, a bit during uni. Well, yeah. I was like Brian because he went to a different school, right? Yeah. yeah. Same with me and Andrew. We kind of fell off in uni. uni I mean, say. that happens because. Yeah, yeah it happens to everybody. School. That's where me and Andrew really bonded. Yeah, yeah you, guys some, <laughs> you guys are some ratchet shit yeah. <laughs> well i wouldn't say ratchet i mean every university students go through a phase like that right yeah, yeah. study hard and play hard that's exactly when you, that's, that's when you should be having fun you know that's well right. responsibly yeah for sure for sure i mean yeah. think about like the kids now right because of covid like they're not getting that school experience which is super yeah true. i have this friend actually she uh wants to go to school to make friends but she can't because Oh, because like classes are online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, true. I mean, personally, I like, you know, knock on wood, I'm not going to say, I I hope COVID ends soon. But, you know, working from home, because I'm a hermit, I really enjoy just being at home and not having to commute. Yeah. You also save a lot of money. Exactly. And a lot of time. I think I think that's not being a hermit, bro. If I nah, could work from home, I don't want to fucking go on a one hour commute just to go to work. Yeah. Especially in Toronto, like the TTC sometimes is just horrible. TTC is the uh, the local subway system we have. Yeah. Uh, literally every four days, there's something broken or yeah. there's like construction over the weekend. It's horrible. Yeah. Literally the worst transit system probably in North America. But like we have friends that want to go to work. Yeah. To like I, I definitely enjoyed the kind of like work life, like getting ready for work, commuting, going yeah. to the office. Like I love that. Yeah. But working from home now, I'm like, I'm saving so much money, saving sure. so much time. I'm like, I don't think I can go back. Yeah. No matter how nice the office is, no matter like how nice it is to like meet up with colleagues. Yeah. Like I'm just, it's just so comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Facts. So I guess I'm the only one that actually has to get ready for work. Well, I mean, you're in healthcare though. Like you have to. Yeah. Anyways, I think we should kind of go over why we decided to start this podcast. Yeah. So for me... I have like a couple of reasons why I wanted to start this podcast with these guys. Since I think a lot of people that are bilingual can relate, when you talk in one language, there's a lot of words that, you know, kind of go through your head and you get some words mixed up. Like one of my reasons was to, hopefully this will help me articulate, you know, proper sentences, right? Because I want to deliver messages very clearly, you know, kind of through this podcast, it'll help me get out of the comfort zone, force myself to... You know, be in situations where I have to kind of keep the talking flowing and whatnot. And another reason is hopefully go forward basis, maybe in the near future, that some of the stories that I you know tell, um, some of my personal experiences that I feel like, first of all, I'm not really good at talking about my personal experiences that make me look vulnerable because obviously that's not a comfortable position, right? By me practicing 
telling stories that are very uncomfortable for me to tell. I hope that it will reach out to people that are listening and um, can get something out of it. For the record, I'd say Andrew is like the, the funny guy in the group. Seeing him like this is serious. Like, <laughs> it's hard for me to get serious, but when I do, I do. It'll take some time, but once he gets out of his shell, he's like pretty funny. All right. <laughs> a, lot a, lot of, a lot of pressure. Yeah, I was going to say. There's a lot Dude, of pressure. You better be funny. Uh, relax, bro. Like, <laughs> it's okay, bro. Just I mean, be yourself, just man. Just like, you know, slowly open up, you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Uh, go at your own pace. Go at your own pace. Uh, what about you, Brian? Um, well, for me, yeah, it's very similar to what I guess Andrew talked about. Um, I grew up, well, I didn't grow up. I, uh, I'm very big on like self-development and personal development. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Well, I sound like Joe Biden right now. <laughs> Bro. Anyways, anyways. I don't think you want to sound like Joe Biden. <laughs> COVID. So <about> hundred years. <laughs> yeah, but I grew up like listening to a lot of podcasts and especially like self-development and personal development. And one of the things that I really wanted growing up was, you know, having Asian role models that's been through what I'm going through now, like living in a Western society, living in Toronto or America or wherever it be. So I feel like we can be, you know, start the podcast in a similar direction. I'm not saying we know everything and we have everything figured out. Definitely not. No, no, not at all. But I think just having this outlet to just talk about whatever, you know, things that's happening in our lives, things that that we think about as Asian American people living in a Western society, I think we could build something very unique and special and just have like a community where, you know, we just kind of support each other. And if you have questions, we just talk about it. And so that that's the primary reason and everything else that comes with it. It's definitely stepping out of my comfort zone to like being vulnerable and sharing all these things with you guys. I think it's good for us to just kind of get to know each other more and become even closer. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I would echo a lot of the points that Brian said, um, similar Not to mine. you too. I think yours is more like reflective on things that you want to like build and things you want to yeah, I guess, acquire. Yeah, I guess for me, it's, it more might sound like selfish, pers- but like pers- me first and then personal reasons. if something, you know, things reaches out to audiences, then it's like a plus plus thing yeah, for me. For sure. It might sound selfish, but I'm being honest here. No, that's good. I think honest is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was similar with the points that Brian said that like if I was in high school or if I was, you know, in kind of like my adolescent years and uh, I was experiencing things like going to university and and relationships, partying, you know, identity issues as like a Korean uh, American, uh, I think it would have been nice to have like a podcast or people that were kind of going through similar things or that were having Mm -hmm. conversations at which... I can kind of take something out of it. And I think that's kind of my perspective coming into this. Like, yeah, yeah, like when we were in high school, it was like what Timothy De La Ghetto, Mm -hmm. the guys on YouTube, like Wang Fu. And like, they were Mm -hmm. great and they made a lot of good stuff. But Mm -hmm. as specific as a Korean Canadian, like for me, I think that's like a very specific experience. And I think that um, that's something that I thought would be really valuable. And also, I think the three of us are considering that we're all Canadian and Korean. You know, I think that Brian is very different from Andrew, who is also very different from me. So I think coming together, um, having conversations and shooting shit um, about different topics, but coming from different backgrounds, I thought would be a lot of fun. I think that we can bring a lot of insight um, based on our perspectives and stuff like that. Um, So that was kind of my, I guess, mindset coming into this. Nice. Were you born here, Josh? I was. Vancouver, Van City, baby. Actually, I left when I was two, so I don't remember anything, but yeah. West Coast. West Coast flavor. Because you were born here. I came here when I was in grade three. Andrew said you're six years old. Yeah, around that. So technically, I'm the only second generation Korean here. Yeah. Gang, gang. Gang, gang.
So I think it's it's safe to say that this year has been <laughs> this year has been crazy. Am I right? I mean, to be honest, I don't really remember that much. Well, I mean, you weren't here for most of the year. You yeah, were that's true. Back in New York, like COVID, like 2020 is not that interesting. But like the biggest thing was that you had to like leave your house. What did you guys think <laughs> when you guys first talked about COVID last? I fucking shit my pants. When it was like what December or something? <laughs> no, no, it was, it was like, like February. February. No, but the first news came out in December. Like the first in, in case was in December. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like news didn't hit until February. The first case was reported in February. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm yeah. saying like it wasn't like global news. Or maybe it was, but like it wasn't on my radar at least. Yeah, yeah. So I, I remember when the first case came out in New York. It was actually this uh, professor. 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 <laughs> professor. Professor. <laughs> professor from New Jersey, I think. And he went to a conference in New York. And from then it like spread and then shit went to hell. It was, what about you, Josh? It was crazy. Well, I mean, honestly, it was kind of like there wasn't a lot going on at the time, I guess, because it was like the end of winter and it was freezing. So no one's really doing anything. Uh, and then at work, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, did you guys hear about this virus in China? And we're like, you know, like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. They no. didn't like take it seriously at first. No, it was just, it was nobody just like, did. it was kind of just yeah, like, oh, there's like a flu and like people are getting sick. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. And then like, I think it was like literally in the span of two weeks, it went from like distant news to like my CEO was like, hey, guys, quick meeting. We're like, OK, what's up? And then he's like, um, so we're closing the office tomorrow. Everyone pack your stuff. We're all working from home. Like it was literally from like in two weeks, it went from zero to 100. Real quick. Real guys. quick. <laughs> it was such a like a sudden change. I was like, I couldn't I couldn't adjust, you know, it, it really like hit all at once. Brian, you weren't working uh, at that time though, right? Like was, you weren't uh, active in the... himself in Australia, eating Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> and Wait, what, right. to, to fill everyone in, I got a working holiday visa in December and I packed up everything and went to Australia starting in January. It was so jokes because like a month before he left, he was like, yo, Andrew, how's New York? Like, how do you, uh, how do you figure out all the visa and banking stuff? I was like, bro, I just gotta do it, bro. And then he goes and then Two months later, he comes back to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, obviously, because COVID I, happened. I, I, I'm not saying it's your fault. But the saying. original plan was to be there for longer, right? Yeah. yeah, original plan was to be there longer. But same thing happened, you know, there as here. People were, like, panicking. Groceries were being emptied. I forgot you about know? that. Yeah, bro. The toilet, toilet papers, paper? bro. Oh, my God. And I, I was genuinely scared because, like, I had nobody there. And even the prime minister here was telling everyone, like, you know, that are overseas to come home. Yeah, yeah. You know, plane tickets were being canceled. Like, I thought, like, the world was ending. Yeah. So I had no choice. It's like I wanted to stay there. I wanted to find work. But even businesses were being locked down. And I had all these expenses. I had groceries. I had rent. And I had all these things coming out of my pocket. And I had to make the tough call, you know. Like, it's not like I wanted to come back. But like, you, like you had to. I had to. I had to. I had to make that call, you know. Like you can only sustain for so long. Yeah. yeah. You know, it kind of made me look like a dick, but... Well, that's what you sounded like. Nah, that's not, that's, not a, that's not where I was trying this to go is the, for. This is the real Andrew. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm here. No, but it was... Yeah, know. I remember, like, the grocery stores were nuts. The lineups were crazy. There was no canned food, no pasta. Like, you know. I remember I went to the grocery store once, and then there's a guy in front of me who had only canned foods, but yeah. he had a full... Like, his cart was full of... Can't yeah. do that was me, bro. That was literally me. Oh, so that's who I saw yeah. in New York. Yeah. He was fine. <laughs> bro, one thing that I remember was I went to like a grocery store and then the employee there had this box and inside it were tissues. And he was literally like handing out tissues like one by one to each customer. And it was just such a bizarre scene because like when was the last time you see... Wait, to purchase or like just freebies? 
No, no, to purchase. Yeah, yeah. But like, because if it was if it was normally there, people would just you know grab yeah. a bunch and just take it. But like, I was just so shocked to see that. It's like, when was the last time you you see an employee hand out toilet papers like in an organized manner? You know, just just so people won't go crazy. For Yo, the the wildest thing was like you know when after the toilet paper craze, it was like sanitizer, right? I went to the Dollarama um, nearby. They they were literally the only Dollarama in I think all of Toronto that had hand sanitizer. So I was like. I called them. I was like, hey, like, do you have hand sanitizer? They're like, yeah. So I was like, our right, bless. I went through and then the, I went to the cashier. I'm like, I don't see sanitizer in the aisle. She's like, we don't have any. I was like, I called. You said that there was. Yeah. And then she like whispered to another manager and the manager went to the back and brought out like a small box <laughs> and like gave me like one or two. It was like, it was like some shady shit, bro. But at that point, like yeah. other people saw what I was getting yeah, and then they were like, I want some. Mm-hmm. And then they sold out of the box like immediately. How much were they selling the board? It was like four bucks. Yeah. A, a dollar ammo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Mark that shit up. Some people got rich off COVID for sure. Yeah. Like the guy yeah. in Vancouver who um he bought all this hand sanitizer oh, and yeah. toilet paper and then did resold he get, it. Did he get arrested for that? He got like, yeah. I think he got like charged. I think it was a couple months ago. I completely, like I realized I completely forgot that there were forest fires in January in yeah. Australia. Yeah. You were in Australia, bro. I should, I should have known. I should have taken that as a sign, bro. <laughs> Yeah, this this year's just been like nonstop. Yeah, this year's and now been like crazy times, guys. Crazy times. So, so were you guys able to turn you know this, turn a new leaf? Yeah, turn a new leaf, kind of just kind of turn the adversity into something positive. I decided to pick up a new skill in web development. Trying to change fields, actually. Uh, since I didn't say my last name, I think it's okay to say this because. You don't want to dox yourself? Exactly. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to dox myself. Your Shut boss up. is listening. No, I want to stay safe. Safe and sound. Now, to be honest, I'm not really happy with my current job because Ooh. it's not a lot to learn. Someone told me that there are three really important things to a job. It's the growth. Actually, to be honest, I don't remember. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. I was no. actually curious. No, no. It was I was some, like, yeah, we're getting somewhere. Growth. growth. And then... No, it's like growth within the company, the people that you work with. Mm-hmm. And management. compensation. Well, compensation is part of it, but it's like the work-life balance. That's important. Yeah, that's important. But I think the monetary portion goes with growth. The growth, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if you have those three things, then it's important. But for me, like I said, it's growth that's kind of not there. Personally. So then you took like this downtime during COVID to try to yeah. make changes. Yeah, I think the first two months, I just chilled, to be honest. Yeah, I I think everyone like, did. Yeah, watch mm-hmm. Netflix and shit. Yeah, everyone did. But, um, you know, at a point, I was like, um maybe i should kind of take this time to better myself not to be a, a loafed yes sir yes sir what about you brian well for me i came back from australia in march end of march and i was like everyone else just kind of loafed in at home playing video games like picking out on fast food and, and chips were you on crb i was on crb you were yeah okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah what's crb Oh, CRB is it's basically like the canadian equivalent for like the stimulus checks i think when they first came out it was like what 1500 or was it no, two thousand? No, no. It was it was a two thousand bi thousand bi weekly. A thousand bi weekly? Yeah. No, it was two thousand. Two thousand a month. Two thousand. Oh, it was two thousand a month. Yeah, yeah. You're so right. You're right. What? 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 <laughs> yeah, but I think this year was actually really good for me because I was able to, yeah, exactly what you said, turn the negative into a positive. I came here and I was actually like pretty. I wouldn't say depressed, but yeah, sad. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, mm. and you know, I just kind of fell into a slump. Yeah. You know, I feel like nothing was actually going right for me at the time. But, you know, I stopped working out. I just gained so much weight. Yeah, like Andrew said, it's just one day you just put your foot down and, and, and just take it one day at a time. Yes, sir. So fast forward to today, like I can confidently say that I'm much different person than I was six months ago. 
you know, I'm more dedicated, I'm, I'm more focused, and I'm, I have, actually have goals and motivated to do things. I don't know. I think it all starts with your, your mindset and what you want in life and, and also the, the commitment and, and motivation to keep going. You know, that when things get tough, you still have to just kind of push through. Anyways, I don't, yeah. I don't want to sound too like, yeah. like I think a lot of people, especially during COVID was dealing with that, you know, like I got laid off. So I was definitely feeling that I was like, shit, can't find a job. Can't even go out and work because everything's closed. Like Andrew said. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, man, like, what am I going to do? But like, what was like the first thing that I guess got the ball rolling for you to get out of that mental slump, you know? I think commitment is one thing, but putting that into action, getting the ball going, like, I think yeah. that's like really important, right? I mean, I think for me, I was actually looking for new jobs prior to COVID. I think starting from December, uh, I had a lot of interviews. I think I had around 20 or 30, to be honest, like 20, I would say 20. Uh, and then... <laughs> Slight flex. Yeah, not the, no, it's not a flex. Small flex. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I, 20 interviews. I knew how to get the interviews, like, I would say. <laughs> just, but, just a measly 20 interviews. <laughs> but it was... I could even get five interviews, bro. <laughs> nah, okay, I would say 20. I would say maybe 15. Yeah, okay. 15 is a more accurate number. But okay. the point is, like, I didn't get any. Yeah, like, none of the interviews, like, pulled yeah, none through? Of, none of the interviews got through an offer. Yeah, yeah. So that was very demoralizing. And there's this one job. I had this one interview that I really was interested in. And... On the get-go, I had this, the manager from that company, and we talked, and then he even told me that he liked me a lot. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, I got this in the bag. And I did the skills assessment or whatever, and I bombed that. I bombed it like crazy. And then I thought to myself, man, maybe my skills aren't to a part to what I was thinking of. And True. then I decided to... Work on it. Yeah, work on it. And I kind of, I didn't even start with web development. I started getting like certificates, which I did gain. Why, why do you think the reason you failed was because of your, because of your skills? Because I didn't have enough experience in the field that I wanted to go into, which was in tech. But was is that something that he, like, feed, was that his feedback? No, everyone's feedback is, like, assessing your skills. You aren't, it's very vague, so you don't uh, know what they yeah. want exactly. But I kind of knew, like, since I'm in a different industry, it'd be hard to go into tech because I'm not in tech right now. So studying took me. Yeah, yeah. that's how I got the ball running. Through nice. failures, I and then hopefully a success opportunity will come. I think there was probably like a, for everyone, uh, including myself, there was like a transitional period just to kind of get used to working from home. I think, uh, so I, I got laid off and then I actually got called back, thankfully, uh, in a couple of weeks. So yeah, even working remotely required some acclimating. You know, I had to get used to work from home. I had to used to not leaving, used to my setup and then used to spending nine to five and then the rest of the day at home. It was stressful at the beginning, but I think it was just something that I had to accept. Like it's not, it wasn't my choice that this was happening and like it's happening to everybody. You just got to kind of um, adjust to. And yeah, like what, like a couple months later, I don't know you guys, but like, I feel like a lot better. I definitely feel more confident in terms of my day to day, you know, my work life, my personal life um, and everything like that. I feel like everything just kind of balanced out eventually. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, definitely super stressful. I was thinking like, what if this is the end? You know, like, <laughs> like what if shit, like what if shit goes down, like for real, right? I actually thought that it was gonna be the apocalypse. Me too. Like it, really? it was, it was actually yeah. really dark. I didn't, I didn't think that deep into it, to be honest. I was stressed. Like you ever watch the movie Planet of the Apes? Yeah. How the virus just yeah, spreads yeah, yeah. all around the. I thought that was what's happening. <laughs> I actually watched the movie Contagion. Yeah. My, while my it was movie happening, was like, want to watch it? I was yeah. like, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch it? It was literally like number one uh, yeah, Netflix yeah, on movie Netflix in Canada yeah, for like yeah, yeah. months at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, Makes you know, what? people are really fucked up. <laughs> like, why are they watching that yeah. when it's really happening? But it, uh, I don't want to spoil it. But it was like it was pretty accurate to what was happening now in terms of the development of Tell the virus. Tell me the ending. Tell me the ending. I'm not gonna ruin it. Yeah, but I think 
like everyone has some sort of situations that they were struggling with when COVID hit. I'm sure everyone had. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think mean, it's just how you kind of recoup and go about it. It's safe to say like none of us was directly affected mm-hmm. by anybody who have like has gotten the disease. So obviously yeah. that plays a huge factor. Yeah, you know, like, I've had friends who've had it. Friends with COVID? Uh, I had friends who, who got it, yeah. And oh, I have friends whose family members passed away because of Damn. it. Wow. So, like, obviously, you know, for us, it's, like, work, you know, stability. Those are our concerns. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it when it comes down to, like, the general public and other people, like, there are definitely yeah. people that are, you know, they're thinking, like, life, like, literally life and death, right? Scary, scary times. <laughs> Yo, I actually have fruit flies in my house. Anyways. Alright, anyways. So yeah, I mean like with everything going on, what's uh what's something you guys miss doing being stuck in quarantine? I miss going out to the bars. What the For the record, Andrew's four beers deep. Andrew, what do you miss the most? One thing. Just going out to bars. Bars? Mm, yeah, Why bars? Too. If I was younger, I would miss clubs. But now at this point in my life, I miss bars because it's a lot more chills. And you don't have to move around and just sit down and just chill. Just to pick up and you don't else. have to drink that much to sip a beer. And- true. Damn, you sound old. I mean, we're not young. It's That's true. Mellow. That's well, true. We're young and Finch, so. I told to get the 30 copyright. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about down. you, Brent? What do I miss the most? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you have anything? I have to think about it. I mean, for me, the biggest thing was restaurants. Going out to eat literally weeks before COVID like hit and it was full lockdown mode. I had like a list of 10, 15 top restaurants that I wanted to go to. I think like I finally started like going into like nicer restaurants with like good wines, good drinks. And I was like, man, I'm so down. I had like a list ready and then I was like, boom, lockdown. Mm. No more restaurants, no more bars, no more nothing. That's what I missed. I missed eating good food, you know? She bar. Nice. (laughs) Let me guess, Brian bars and restaurants <laughs> <laughs> honestly probably well um, i mean like recently gyms just opened up so i think that would have oh, been a yo, huge actually, oh yeah i changed, that gym, I changed my sure. mind about bars I, you can't yeah, no, no, i think it's sure. gyms i mean i used to work out before the gyms closed yeah i think gyms i miss the most and then bars restaurants not so much it's like we just can't mindlessly do things anymore you know like before mm. it was like you would gym and then go to the bar mm. <laughs> or like go to restaurants and then go to bar and mm. then hop you know like but you mm. can't do that anymore mm. it's like even if you go to a restaurant you kind of have to like commit to it mm-hmm. and then like go home right after like there's no like yeah. what's next you know like i miss not having to worry about you know wherever i go I'm, yeah you know nowadays if you like cough on the bus bro you just hear 13 next <laughs> yeah, bro. looking at you you're like public number one at that point what? So yeah. public number one public enemy number one <laughs> you're public number public one no. public enemy number one <laughs> so it's like i'm not to be public number one wait no 100 percent. i feel that anyways <laughs> <laughs> yeah that wraps it up for today yes sir thanks for tuning in guys with that being said if you guys enjoyed this one and if you guys want more content like this make sure to follow subscribe and uh we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs>